Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. And welcome to the IGN UK podcast, a very special edition of the podcast because finally we have reached number 200, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! How about that? How about that? Eh? Well totally unplanned. Well they even know how to applaud. What a brilliant audience. So much better than last week's. Uh, I'm Stuart Reed and I'm joined by the very lovely uh, Alex Simmons. Hello. Uh, Daniel Kruper. Hi, Stuart. And Chris Tilly. Bonjour. Uh, so yeah, welcome aboard. Thank you to our very special, uh, specially invited audience for joining us. Uh, you're not here just to uh, sit around and hopefully laugh at us, with us, at us, at, at us. us. Yeah. Okay, it is at us. Uh, but you're here to participate as well and to help get that along. We've got Mr. Tom Butler Hello. as well. Hello there, Hi. Tom Butler. So yeah, 200 podcasts. Can you believe it? How many years has it taken us to do 200? 2009. It's about four, isn't it? Considering we do one a week. It's yeah. quite simple maths. There are all the ones we've lost, though. <laughs> Haven't That's we been true. on 199 for about a month, though? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've done a lot of fun. I mean, we've done 199, 199.5, <laughs> <laughs> a GTA 5 special. Gamescom special. Gamescom special. We're basically special. trying to find some kind of event that we could just tack it on and get it out the door. Yeah. Welcome so to welcome. 200. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to our new office as well. What do you think of the new office? It's all right, isn't it? It's very green. Very what? Very green. green. Very like <laughs> Xbox One. So, yeah, it's, it's not just about the podcast today, of course. We are having a bit of an IGN open house to invite some of our very special uh, readers to our new offices and also to take part in something else as well because we've got something before anybody else has had a chance to have it. Is this right? <laughs> Uh, well, there is, but I've, I've been to see a doctor about that. But that's, we're not talking about that. Oh. Brilliant. That's the kind of level oh, of yeah, the next <laughs> hour, ladies and gentlemen. what we miss when we don't have a live audience, the yeah. groans. Yeah. <laughs> Xbox One is Xbox what I think one. you're referring to. Yes, it's, it is. So you guys have obviously had the chance to play just one game on Xbox One so far. So Rise, what are your thoughts? Put your hand up. Right, I'm going to come over so that people can hear what you say. Um, right. Who wants to say something? Tom, don't stand in front of the camera. Ooh. That's a good idea. Um, go, go, catch it. <laughs> um, yeah, it looks good. Um, what, the console or the game itself? The console I mean, looks good. Black box looks nice. It looked good on the entertainment centre. Um, yeah, Rise was good. Looked really good. Played quite smooth. Felt a bit janky in some of the controls. I felt like I was button mashing more, than, more often than not. But when I got a good combo going, pretty impressive. It janky, is that a technical term I'm unaware of? Yeah. Well, like, it would be like, there at one point and slide across the screen. Okay. Ah. But, mm. but look good. So you actually like the look of it then? Yeah. Yeah? Yes. Because, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, obviously there, there, there are some people that are a bit unsure about the size of it, about the fact it's half matte and half glossy, but you're quite happy with that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. So you prefer it to be a, a flat box that you can stack underneath the telly rather than some weird shape thing? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be hidden behind the drawers anyway, more than not. Right. I actually think it looks a lot nicer in real life than it did in the first pictures. It looked like a huge monolithic brick of a thing yeah. in, in the press shots, but yeah. uh, in reality it's quite small and it, it doesn't look much bigger or if bigger at all than the, the slim Xbox. Really. Yeah, exactly. We had a yeah. dummy version in a few weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. we did, yeah. What do you think of it? Uh, I like it. I, I was uh, Expert insight. Well, let me finish. 
<laughs> when PlayStation 4 was obviously announced and they had E3, I was like, right, I'm going to pre-order a PS4. But after playing Xbox One at Gamescom, it's the same code that you're seeing out there. I was like, yeah, I think I'd, I'd like an Xbox as well. Also, because it's got Titanfall, which unfortunately you're not going to see today. But that game kicks ass. What did you think of the controller as well? How did that feel? Uh, that's actually something I wanted to say about. Um, because I think that the Xbox, the original Xbox um, 360 controller was um, fantastic and probably the best controller. But this, j- just for the short amount of time that I used it, just felt it just the small little details of the grips and stuff like that just felt you know your fingers weren't slipping off as much and stuff like that and it felt I felt more in con- like I would be more in control with that controller than so good for a controller to be more in control isn't it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it helps what do, you think the, what do you think about the D-pad obviously a big talking point for the existing probably the weak point of the existing controller uh, I didn't use the D-pad I was actually Fine, nobody does anymore no. yeah. what's a D-pad <laughs> but it's better <laughs> I was just wondering what people think about the whole Connect issue and the, and the way that's been handled by Microsoft. Any comments on that? I think it's quite a good thing because it, uh, it allows developers to know that everybody has a Connect and that way they can include it in interesting ways in their gameplay. It's like it, it looks integral to it, just like just like the controller is, just like the Wii U gamepad is, and yeah, it looks interesting. See, this is the, the flip side of that is the PlayStation camera is not included in the box. So if you're a developer. How many people do you think are going to buy the PlayStation camera as extra? Like, yeah, even if it's 25% of the people, you're not yeah, going to spend the time developing for that if it's not going to be in there or if not everybody is going to use it. Do you Quick use show of hands, who's, who's got Connect at the moment with current gen? And who uses That's two. Connect? That's two for our audio listeners. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Thanks, Chris. I totally forgot about that entire group of, of listeners then. Should we tell them how many people are actually here to give that more context? Well, there's a couple of thousand, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's off. We've got we a really big office. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think we'd get Wembley at this show, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so people are interested about the whole the whole Connect thing, though. You think it's going to be... You're not interested. You're not... No? No? General... There seems to be a general kind of... The shrug. ...in the room. Yeah, a there's shrug. A, an audio shrug. The thing about Connect is, if it works, then most people think would be instantly converted. I think a lot of things feel gimmicky until they work. Because like, when I was a kid, I tell, I'll tell this anecdote all the fucking time, but um, touchscreens were uniformly shit. <sighs> like you go to the train stations, you want to get tickets out, they don't work. And then iPads came along and touchscreens, suddenly they actually work. And now touchscreens are kind of everywhere. Yep. And I think the same kind of applies to voice commands and all that sort of stuff. Once a device comes along and it actually works, then it won't be kind of on the fence. If it makes your life easier, yeah. you're going to use it. But that's still to be proven. Okay, let's get everybody's opinion now. We'll go around the room, one at a time, Tom. And I want to know the thing that (laughs) everybody here is most excited about with the new Xbox. Really, everyone? Everyone. Everyone. Let's do it. Wow. You can just give them the mic and they can... can, I'll pass it over. Yeah. One thing you're most excited about? Um, Titanfall. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, all, should I just share, give the mic you back? You can share answers. Yeah, yeah, we answers. Just because answers. Every, everyone that's played it has just been like, I personally, I'm not a fan of Halo. I know that's probably a bit of a um, weird thing, but uh, I'm not a fan of Halo. However, everyone's getting me really excited for Titanfall, so I'm really ex- I, I hope it lives up to the hype. Yeah, because yeah. Alex, you're not a big kind of mech kind of no, fan, really, I are you? I can't stand mechs, but this, this game is something else. I promise you, you will like it. Same. Yep. Yeah, same, Titanfall. Those videos that came out of Gamescom and E3, my word. <coughs> it's a lot I, I wasn't pre-ordering before well. then, and I've, I've done it now. Mm. Yeah, when you actually get to play it, because I don't sink a lot of time into multiplayer shooters at all, but it rewards you, even if you're not particularly good like me. So 
it's not like you have to be like ninja uh, FPS player to get the, the Titans. Um, you know, you're rewarded them pretty quickly. But if you're really, really good, you just get them a bit more often. So it's good. Um, looking probably most forward to what some of the other um, exclusives will look like. Forza, for example. Um, you get to play that very shortly. Yes. Um, it was worth coming after. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All this way. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's it. I mean, to be honest, I'm probably more sitting in the PS4 camp right now. So mm-hmm. there's not a hell of a lot that is drawing me to Xbox. But so why yeah. why are you tending to kind of lean more towards PS4? Um, it's that friends thing. I think you know all of my friends have all decided to go for PS4. Um, so it's just a matter of following yeah. um, where all of those guys are going, so we can all play together, really. Sure. Um, and was it, was that a decision you made quite early on after a PS4 after the PS4 announcement, like before Microsoft kind of really started no, coming to the fore? It was immediately after the Xbox announcement, actually, right. that, that we all decided to go for PS4 simply because of all of the always online and connect bundled and all of that stuff, and then of course the backpedaling yeah. um, that's gone on since then. And uh, I guess the none of my friends really want to let Microsoft off. If you know what I mean, they've they've done the 180 on everything, but everyone's sort of thinking, no, 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 no. You 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 tried to stiff us, and now you're trying to backpedal. So um, I think that's yeah, that's why we've all gone that way. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so thanks for coming today, as I say, and uh, it's nice to know that you've actually chosen not to sit at home and play possibly the most anticipated game of the last kind of couple of years. Uh, that would be Wonderful 101, of course. Um, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. There, Alex. Amazing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to hold up a little applause thing or, or if a you could. sign? We are, of course, talking about GTA V. Uh, we had a quick show of hands before we started recording the podcast, and amazingly, only one of our chosen audiences started to play the game. Is that right? That's it. First rule of podcasting, know your audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another quick show of hands. Uh, who is going to go and play GTA V very soon? Quite a lot no, of people. 40, 000, one, there's a dissenter. <laughs> Tom, can we grab this dissenter over here? Oh, oh. Let, let me pass on to Johnny. <laughs> Don't burn him just yet. Hi, it's um, it's more a financial issue than anything, oh. so it's not. So I will be purchasing it at some point, but um, currently I'm still trying to buy Bioshock Infinite for very, very cheap. Uh, thus is such is the life of a student, I suppose. Would you go for GTA or Bioshock Infinite? Um, personally, I'm going to say Bioshock Infinite. I know people won't probably won't agree, but um, I find the well, I found the first two games to be two of the best games of this gen- current generation, particularly the first one. I thought Rapture was an entirely unique um, perspective. Um, and to be fair, I've played GTA 4 before and didn't like it a lot. So, and I know I know there have been a lot of changes, obviously, to GTA, GTA 5. I know apparently, I, well, I haven't played it, obviously, but yep. um, it starts a lot quicker, apparently. Yep. Um, I wasn't too keen on the whole slow build um, with, with Nico and Roman. Uh, whatever his name was. Um, I like the accent. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, it's a game I will be picking up, but um, just due to financial insecurity, I suppose. Um, it's it's quite. GTA, it's, GTA it's, could yeah. last you for hours and yeah. hours and hours. So could buy. Actually, Rockstar pay you if you're really bad. Yeah. <laughs> it, it did last me a very long time, <laughs> admittedly. Yeah. Um, How much Rockstar pay you? <laughs> Just because I like the game. Bio, um, Bioshock's still your favorite game of the year, isn't it? Uh, yeah. But that's because you haven't played GTA much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just <laughs> saying. Yeah, it's still my game of the year, I think. So yeah. we couldn't talk about GTA on the podcast last week. So, and you guys haven't mentioned it at all this week. So let's have some opinions. Well, it's amazing. 
Alex, how long have you played for? Oh, not five, <laughs> six hours. Not very long at all. But it's... Um, Obviously, I played quite a lot before the, the game actually came out, so I've seen quite a few of the missions that come up later sure on. Enough. And sure enough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it kind of corrects all of the wrongs that were, were in 4, but also the world is just, I think it's much more vibrant than, than 4s. It's also Lib- a little Liberty silly, City isn't it? Well, it doesn't take itself as serious no, as 4. it's a whole like, lot more four, fun. Four is quite, 4 is quite po-faced at times. Yeah. Right? And so in the, in the five hours that I'm in so far, the variety in the missions is just like way, way beyond what was in 4. So... Yeah, love it. Daniel? Um, I've not played it yet. Oh, yeah, he hasn't played it yet. <laughs> I've not played it. I played it, again, like before it came out, like a bit, like a few missions, but I still haven't got around to play it because I've had to, be, had to review Pez. What was the first thing you did, Alex, <laughs> when you got sort of free roaming? Well, you have to play the first mission, right? No, no. Okay, right. But once you got what? free roaming? Uh, find a helicopter. Of course it was. That's what I do in every <laughs> single GTA ever. Get to the chopper. Uh, so I went to the, I swam to the airport, which took <laughs> nice. quite a long time. And I uh, climbed up and I got onto the runway. Three star wanted. Police pulled up, shot me. I died. So, <laughs> oh, no. Fuck. Uh, and then I found out where the, the kind of um, the city tour helicopters go for. And uh, well, I'm going to do a video on it on the site so you can find the city tour helicopters. And so then re- you really Chile. being really boring and nerdy about helicopters. Oh, that's yeah. just, that's <laughs> <laughs> but, but I did. Yeah, I flew up to the top of Mount Chiliad, got the uh, parachute, and I thought, right, I'm going to jump off. And I jumped off and then hit the rock straight. <laughs> <laughs> didn't pull the parachute. Wow. So, Amazing. Oh, it's yeah. You'll find out. You'll yeah. find out. Oh. You know, it's not like it's not lost, that exciting. It? <laughs> it's not. First thing I did was take um, uh, Franklin to the hairdressers and gave him a big bushy beard. Did you? Yeah. So, so that's different, different games for different people. <laughs> <laughs> your own decisions, your own choices. Yeah. So he now looks like Rick Ross. Like, really, it's, it's pretty cool. Wow. You've got an entire city at your fingertips, and that's what you choose to do. Straight to the hairdressers, obviously. It's like, in many ways, like a Rorschach test. It's a very different. It's ironic, thing. because I haven't been to a real hairdressers in about two years. <laughs> yeah. so. And when I'm, you did, you cried. Yeah, I did. I actually cried. <laughs> I was gonna, no, but I was going to say, can you, can you actually grow a beard yourself? Oh, I can't grow a beard either. It's like yeah. a fantasy game for you. Exactly yeah. what it was, yeah. 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 Well, I wish like 40 hours in the barbers. <laughs> he can't, he can't fly a helicopter, you can't grow a beard. It's <laughs> different. Chris can't get a date. Can you date people? Yeah, he's just killing prostitutes. <laughs> but you can do that. You do that in real life. <laughs> Pay enough. I just, so, I just made my character very, very tall. <laughs> so there's been a lot of news about uh, GTA 5, a obviously, news, since like, the oh, game has been released. I've as got well. it all on these bits of papers. What news do you what want is the news? first? So, first up, they released a companion app. iFruit. iFruit, yeah, because um, that's the name of kind of the iPhone device mm-hmm. in the game. So they released the app. The app has kind of like a Tamagotchi-esque gameplay mechanic where you can look after Chop remotely. Yeah. Chop is Lamar's dog, not Franklin's dog. A lot of people that's say right. it's Franklin's dog. Yeah. And you can teach him tricks, is that right? I've not played with the app yet. Uh, I haven't been able to log to in. download the app, but uh, yeah, I can't log in because basically it's oversubscribed. Okay. So that's out, but not. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> next up is an analyst has said, I don't know who this person is, he's called Colin Sebastian, probably made up. Um, he says that GTA 5 will make $1 billion in the first month of retail. Given the significantly higher install base of relevant console platforms at launch, greater sales concentration among the top video game franchises and unprecedented pent-up demand, we expect GTA 5 to outpace GTA 4. 
said but Colin. based on this room, only one person's bought it so far. Yeah, so, so I'm not sure he's right. Colin's way out of touch. Um, it is probably going to sell quite a few yeah. copies. Like, my favourite fact was um, last weekend it was circulating on the internet a lot. The GTA V, if you put it in Hollywood context, is the second most expensive film ever made after the third Pirates film, I think. But it already made all of its money back in pre-orders alone. Wow. wow. So that's quite a good business model. It is, yeah. And the last bit of news is something that came out today, but I haven't seen this in action. But some people are saying, people are reporting that the PSN version of GTA V has some kind of graphical issues. So it's the same. Yeah, so if you bought uh, the Xbox 360 version, you get an install disk, you install that Mm. because it says install. But obviously most games you can install on Xbox 360 anyway, but if you install the play disk, it screws up the textures. Although there is a workaround. But it's the same issue on the PSN download version. And there isn't a workaround right now. So if you're going to buy it on PlayStation 3, buy the retail version. Cool. And I also read a few face-offs, like the comparisons this week, about the two versions. And they're very much akin. Although some people are slightly favouring PS3. Obviously the whole GTA Online stuff is kind of built for PC as well as next-gen consoles. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure we'll see it at some point on everything other than what we currently see. Right, I'm fed up with GTA 5. Alex, give me some more news about something else. Well, some people have lost their jobs. Oh. Oh, shit, is it me? (laughs) (laughs) This is the most cruel way. So Criterion, that makes, obviously, the Need for Speed games burnout, have kind of uh, hemorrhaged their staff uh, down to 17. But it's not all bad, because they've all gone on to form Ghost. Now, Ghost is the team that's behind Need for Speed Rivals. They are set up in, is it Gothenburg? Gothenburg, Gothenburg, Yeah. yeah. Uh, but now most of them are going over there to work on Leaf Speed. So I don't know if that means it's the end of Burnout, whether we'll never see another Burnout or not, but that would be sad times. Criterion said they were never going to make another racing game, or it was well, sort of... not was, for a long while. Yeah, that the next game wasn't going to be a racing yeah, game. Yeah, I, I spoke to Alex Ward, who's the creative director of the studio at Gamescom last year, and he said their next project is going to be something different. But I don't know what that is. Probably an app. Well, it sounds a bit. There's only 17 of them working on it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, Infinite Runner. Mm. Candy Crash. <laughs> Candy Crash? Yeah. I like it. Yeah, Ooh. thank you. I knew Tom liked that. No one else did, but Tom likes a pun. <laughs> I've got a bit of movie news. Yeah. Uh, it's Batman related again. Um, what are people's opinion of Ben Affleck being Batman? Do you have a show of hands? Yeah, I think we should. So we've got 10 people in the okay. audience. So we actually said that. We've got 10 people. So how many people think Ben Affleck being Batman's a good idea? That would Ooh. be... Oh, that's wow. Half. That's seven, isn't it? Seven. Seven. Seven yeah. out of ten. So wow. three people Three people don't think it's a but good idea. But do the three people who haven't raised their hand think it's a bad idea? <laughs> do you think it's... A Just don't Raise care. your hands if you think it's a bad idea. Oh, 10%. let's get an opinion. Okay. Tell, tell us why. <laughs> come, come on, Tom. Jump, jump to it. Come over. The last Batman was way hotter. Because <laughs> <laughs> Christian Bale is harder. Don't want to argue with that, can you? <laughs> but Ben Affleck's got a better chin, and the chin is key, isn't it, in Batman? He's got massive chin. But Christian Bale was an actual psycho. Yeah, exactly. He would actually yeah. do that. Is he, he going to have to do the silly voice again? No, they're going in a, they're going in a slightly different direction, right. which he said when he was being interviewed <laughs> on Jimmy Fallon. Unfortunately, when, I, when we said let's do this story, I thought it was like a written story. It was actually a YouTube clip. So I'm not, I'm not going to do a Ben Affleck impression. Of course yes, you are. are. <laughs> no. I'd love to see it. My chin's jutting out. Um, so, yeah, he, he said that he met with Zack Snyder and he convinced him, who's, who's the director, and that said they're not going to do what Christian Bale and Chris Nolan did. They're going to go in their own direction. But then he, he said something quite interesting. He said the studio said to him, um, they said to him, listen, we want to talk to you because people go through this process and it can be trying. 
And Affleck said, I, I said, what do you mean? And they said, we want to show you some of the reactions that people who've been cast in the past have gotten on the internet. <laughs> I guess he didn't know what was coming. Wow. <laughs> and he said, uh, so um, they, they told him, they showed him some reactions to some of the previous actors and they were horrible things. And he said, I'm a big boy, I can handle it. And they suggested he didn't use the internet for a couple of days. But he said, I handle shit, I'm very tough. I can take this. And he said he looked at the very first comment, which was a no. <laughs> and he said he's been off the internet ever since then. <laughs> he was quite funny about it, really. He took it in quite um, good humour. But I don't know. We're kind of indifferent, aren't we? We're not indifferent. We're, indis- we're undecided until I think we... I, I'm not convinced. I have more concerns about that movie in general, not Ben Affleck being cast as Batman. Really. What are your concerns? Just um, Man of Steel wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> Two words. Zack Snyder. Yeah. yeah. Your mum liked it, though. Yeah, my mum liked it. My mum uniformly likes most stuff. <laughs> uh, this is, in a nice way, she's eager to please. Like, she saw Superman, she went, oh, it's good. What do you think of it? Oh, it's good. Which bit do you like that we flew about? And, did, and that. Well, and did, it, oh, that really is quite as simple to please. Did, she, yeah, did she like yeah. Zack Snyder's last movie, though? That weird, uh, psychosexual, underage... Teenage girls fight. I like that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's one of her favourites. She watches that after Heartbeat. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, Mum will love it. I just think the first time that Batman and Superman meet in that film, it's going to be obviously an inevitable fight, is going to be like Peter and the chicken in Family Guy, where the fight just lasts for about 50 minutes. Yeah. I've never seen that. But actually, same time, that's probably quite fun to watch first time. Well, it's nice to have some pro-athlete, though, because if you look at our message boards, they've been very, very anti. Thousands and thousands of anti-athlete comments. So we'll see if people eat their words. Yep. Mm. What else is happening? Uh, Dan, you've got some news about the uh, Star Trek game and what J.J. Abrams Yeah, so this is a bit suspicious, right? So the Star Trek game came out earlier in the year before Star Trek Into Darkness. It was supposed to be the bridge in the story, wasn't it? Yeah. Between the first movie and... and Namco at the time made a lot about the involvement of all the talent in the game, in the movie. said, like, they're all on board. They're, you know, they're heavily involved. They're really behind the video game. They've got the same writers. J.J. Abrams, he's been well involved. It was published by Paramount as well. Yeah, we were a bit suspicious about that at the time because it was almost like they were over-emphasizing it. And it was supposed to sit between the, the two movies. It came out wasn't very good. Star Trek came out fairly well received, didn't set the world on fire. And Abrams came out this week and said he was actually really disappointed with the game. And he said, without question, it didn't help the movie and arguably even hurt it. The last game, which was obviously a big disappointment to me, was something that we were actually involved in at the very beginning. And then we sort of realized that it was not going in a place that we were going to get what we wanted. So we dropped out and they continued to do it despite, Wow, that's you like know. the biggest cop out in the world. Yeah. Just because his movie... I feel like it was obviously good. more, though, that he's not saying that yeah. he's probably legally bound not to say or uh, he just doesn't want to rock the boat. I don't see how it can have affected the film financially, though. No. Yeah. I mean, the Avatar game wasn't exactly a classic, but that <laughs> or the King Kong. didn't really affect the yeah. box office of that one. So, no. what is the what is the best um, game spin-off from a movie ever? Oh, it's a good. A good isn't there a really good Riddick game? Yeah, it's a good Riddick game, isn't Butcher's it? Butcher's Bay, Prison yeah. One, um, Spider-Man Two's. I like Spider-Man Two. Yeah. Golden Eye, good shout. We have a yeah. winner. Well done, Luke. Found yeah, your yeah, yeah, watching can, the camera. Can anybody in the audience <laughs> trump Golden Eye, or is that it? I'm alone on this. <laughs> I'm alone on Nez. Wow, I'll have to take your word for that. Uh, last bit of news uh, is uh, who's speaking a- of zombies. Thanks. Oh, I see what you did. I thought you meant me for a minute. Who's a Walking Dead fan? Yes. 
Mm. All right then. Uh, so AMC have announced they're in the initial stages of development on what they're calling a companion series to The Walking Dead. Uh, so what they've done is, you know, the uh, uh, Kirkman comic book, the Robert Kirkman comic book, has been the basis for Walking Dead. They're actually going to do um, a different set of characters now. They're going to invent their own set of characters. So as far as I can see, what they're doing is they're doing that bit in Shaun of the Dead where they're all trying to run from the zombies and they meet exactly the same group of people going in the opposite direction. So that's what they're going to do. They're going to kind of remake the middle bit of Shaun of the Dead. Are they going to use the wow. same actors? Cause That'd be brilliant. Cause Matt Lucas, wasn't it? Yeah. Jessica yeah. Stevenson. There's some really good people there. I would love that. Reese Shearsmith. Let's get them involved. Let's do it. So is it characters from the comic book or is it completely new? or A completely yeah, new, new set of characters. Right. Yeah. But they're not lifted from the comic book. No. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a spin-off from the TV show rather right. than a spin-off right. from the right, comic right, book. Right, right, fine. Okay. Well put together. And of course, the other uh, good news uh, about AMC is that they are going ahead with the Breaking Bad prequel. Better but this is also or... because AMC or a lot of their existing successful shows are ending. Yes. Like, there is that. Dexter's ending, uh, Mad Men's ending next year. So then they're just going to have spin offs. Now, I've heard Mad Men, the final season is going to be split into two. And there's going to be a spin off. <laughs> Brilliant. Can't wait for that. Anybody still watching Mad Men? One person. One person. Yeah, obviously. It's. Brilliant. So what? Really? Still? Yeah, I love still it. like. I haven't seen season yeah, six. Don't, you don't want to. Do you not <laughs> think it's dipped though, Chris? No, at all. Really? No, Seriously. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he really likes it. I really do. I'm going to get angry. All right. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait till you see the sidebones. <laughs> Who would be the spin-off character then in, in Mad Men? No, that's not, I think that was a joke, wasn't it? There's not going to be a match. No, no, but, but, but who would you, who would you like? Pete Campbell, obviously. Sally Draper, Pete obviously. Pete Campbell, she's no. awesome. Sally Draper. Sally awesome. Draper, just Right, that weird shit. kid that's flirting with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's actually the creator's son. Yeah, yeah. you can yeah. tell. You can Fact. tell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's stop talking about Mad Men because no one's watching it. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any TV shows you would like to see a spin-off of, apart from Mad Men? Coronation Street. Brilliant. Would you? Who would be in it? Betty. She's dead. <laughs> exactly. That's why it's interesting. It's The Walking Dead. <laughs> I'd watch a Game of Thrones spin-off, I think. Yeah. If it was just the Hound and, oh yeah, just like, just walking the earth. Just going, getting into scrapes. Obviously, outside Hijinks. of the main story, yeah. So, so that sounds quite boring. It'd be brilliant. Well, like a you know, buddy show. A what? Like a buddy show. Yeah. Like it sounds the like Littlest a Pixar Hobo. film. Yeah. Huh? The Littlest Hobo. Yeah. <laughs> What about a peep show spin-off just following super hands around? I'd love that. That would be cool. <laughs> Killing no, drugs. He's better things. in small doses, though. Mm. Like, isn't, that's the problem with spin-offs. I think you, you pick one character. It's like Joey. You take, Joey was funny with relatively a lot of people shaking heads, but <laughs> he, he was the idiot in an ensemble of six people. You spin him out, he's the main character, and suddenly you're like, shit, we've, we're missing five, mm. sixths of a show here. Or it could be like Frasier, where it works really well. Yeah. Mm. But Frasier's massively reinvented from the character that's in Cheers. Like, if you watched all of Frasier, mm -hmm. they get themselves into some really weird problems. They get out in, in really clever ways. For instance, in Cheers, um, he says that his dad was a scientist and he didn't have a brother and all that sort of stuff. So they do a really good job of, like, retconning everything in Frasier. Um, I would like to see a Chief Wiggum spin-off, where Chief <laughs> Wiggum's um, like, solving crimes. <laughs> There wasn't. There was an in-show joke, but cops wasn't there. Oh, like yeah. it, yeah. Like uh, in-show show. show. Um, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we're rambling. <laughs> Just a touch. So that's this week's news. Let's move on to <laughs> games that are out this week. Let me guess. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five is out this week. How's that doing? Uh, it's selling quite well. Is it now? It's going to make a million dollars. 
A billion That's dollars. That's what Colin says. A billion dollars. A billion, yeah. But there's a more interesting game out, is there, Tom? Yeah, foul play. What now? Foul play. No. What's that? Uh, it's a side-scrolling brawler that is being made across the road from here by a company called Media Harmony. At Harmony. <laughs> yeah, it's a sex shop on the corner. <laughs> Dev's, Dev's in lingerie. And it's called Foul Play. Uh, but it's <laughs> that a, doesn't sound... It's, it's on Xbox, connected, is it? Xbox Live today and uh, Steam today as well. So. Why should we worry about it? It's very good. Why? It's got yeah. a very good review on the site. Okay. Uh, and it's a British-made product and it looks really cool. You love a bit of the old retro side-scrolling nonsense, though, don't you? Um, I wouldn't say it's my favourite subgenre. You know Tom's <laughs> secret hipster, Tom? Yeah. You've seen it, though, Daniel. Yeah, it's really cool. It, uh, it kind of brings together a lot of things that I like anyway. It's um, really embedded in Victorian fiction. Oh, it sounds so fucking boring. Uh, <laughs> but, like, Jules Verne and, like, Sherlock Holmes and Bram Stoker's Dracula and all that sort of stuff. It's set on a stage. You're a kind of Victorian demonologist who's reliving his life. And... You're not actually doing it, but you're telling the story, and this kind of the bad guys are actually kind of actors in um, outfits that you have to right. beat up, and they're out of work actors, and all the, the bosses are made out of card. It looks like like Melier or something like that. This mm, like puppeteer. Yes, like a little bit like puppeteer. That was a little bit unfortunate, but wow, yes, a little bit a, like puppeteer. There was collective teeth gritting at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's just, well, the fundamental difference is me and Tom are polite. Alex doesn't care. <laughs> just saying what everyone else is thinking. So. The bullshit and, filter. And it's a classic week for movies then, Chris, as well. Yeah, I'm going to embarrass myself now, really. Because <laughs> last week it was really good, because I'd seen every movie that was coming out, all five films that we talked about. This week I kind of I picked out four films and I've not seen any of them, so I'm not doing a very good job as movie editor. Wow. Well, let's get a chronometer going from the audience and see, see, how, see what their kind of reactions would be to these following four movies. OK, Hawking, a documentary about Stephen Hawking. That's on mm. at the cinemas. Yeah, <laughs> don't. We might, we might be getting a clip with an, with an intro from Stephen Hawking for IGN. Why are you laughing at him? Why is that funny? Can we get him on the podcast? He's really clever. <laughs> Can we get him on the podcast? What's that? He's really clever. <laughs> Do it again. Alex just did a Stephen Hawking then, really quietly. <laughs> I'm filming it. Um, a wow. horror movie called The Call with Halle Berry. Mm. Um, R.I.P.D. Anyone even... They've oh. totally buried that. It, that should have been a big movie. It's Ryan, Ryan Ren, yeah, Ryan Reynolds <laughs> and Jeff Bridges, and it's like Men in Black crossed with Ghostbusters. But yeah. Sounds like a winner, but apparently it's just they've, absolute yeah, shite, isn't it? They've not screened it for anyone, and it, it died a death in America. Ryan Reynolds ironically needs a break. Yeah. <laughs> you what? Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. He's yeah, just not going to find that film, is no. he? At least he's not Ryan Philippe. Could be a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always remember that. <laughs> like, even tramps on the street, like, well, it could be worse. It could be Ryan Philippe. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a Ryan below Philippe? Because <laughs> you've got Goslin. Ryan Quantin, he's doing all right though, isn't he? Oh, is he? he? I yeah. Don't know. No. no. Ryan Move from on. The <laughs> he's the baseline of rubbish Ryan. <laughs> and infographic. The one we've all been waiting for, Diana. Yes. Oh, not much of a groan. Become big groan for Diana. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, nobody go see that. That's, no. all, that's all I've got to say on that subject. Do you know what The Guardian said in their review? No. Nope. Like it's car crash viewing. Oh. Like, that's not even my joke. That's wow. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so, yeah. what's out this week, so don't bother going to the pictures. Yeah. You can't even recommend a film. No. <laughs> Better than Chris's insensitive subhead. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Come on, we need to. Um, lift so it's so your, your Rush review. Yeah, well, actually, go and see Rush from last week. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I, I thought of a pun when I was watching the film. Early on in the film. Because he's called Nicky Louder, and I, I, put, I put at the start, Scream Louder. And then I think it was you pointed Definitely out Tom. that he, he 
he nearly burns to death in a car. <laughs> and he's so screaming that's massively quite a lot. misjudged for them. And he's still around, so I got in trouble for that. <laughs> so what do we change it to? Bigger, stronger, faster, louder. louder. Man on fire. No. <laughs> <laughs> but go see Hot Russ stuff. instead. Because well, you, you met up with him a couple of weeks back, didn't you, Nicky Louder? Yes. Was it, what was he like? Very serious, very precise. Exactly as he's in the movie. He didn't just meet up with him. It's not like Grinder. When you said that, that he just, just met up with him. No, he was interviewing him. It was Imagine that, though, if you were on Grinder and it was Nicky Louder. <laughs> with, 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 with a really what old evening picture. that would be, wouldn't it? He's no George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> Too flaky. Um, <laughs> I bet he uses an old photo as well. Yeah. And the last podcast we ever do. Yeah. Nicky Louder doesn't listen. Moving, trust me. Moving along to you quickly. Yeah. <laughs> really so quickly. it's nearly time to send you people back outside to go and play with the Xbox One again. But before that, we thought we'd uh, have a live FU session, uh, feedback update, FU, reader FU. So if you have any questions you would like to ask any member of the IGN crew, now is your opportunity. So please put your hand up. Tom will approach you with the microphone. Can I just ask this gentleman where he's travelled from to get here? Um, we've come from Auckland in New Zealand, um, specifically for this very moment. That is amazing, um, isn't, isn't it? A long way to come. And has that it been all you dreamed it would be? Um, much, much, much less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel your pain. That's pretty much I what sit through we this aim every to, week. We aim to please. <laughs> um, yeah, but I guess for the audio listeners, um, Stuart, you're sitting in a very comfortable um, chair and everyone else is sitting on a very old man yeah uh, 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 utilitarian he'll be asleep in about three minutes look at him (laughs) what what other sort of discomforts do you make um, the rest of the crew here go through on a day to day basis just what I really enjoy do you know in seriousness what I really enjoy doing is, is whenever one of them has to record a voiceover for a video review is I really enjoy making them do it again and again and again and not give them any hint of what they've done wrong. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, yeah. I normally have to do that anyway. This is true. I mean, yeah. I've... Honestly, Alex, you have no idea, like, how hard it is to read. <laughs> exactly, yes. I think... Yeah. What's the longest... Like, I think you've taken 40 minutes God, to do a God of War minute. was pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, that was absolutely atrocious. Did, I think on one of the old podcasts, we actually put all your... Out, your you did, um, a few of them, yeah. yeah. I have to dig that out. That was funny. Well, so Rich, Rich, our other video to Rich Bear Park, I don't know if he was joking or not. He said the acoustics weren't very good in there when we first moved in. <laughs> so when I did my first voiceover recording, he made me lie under the table with a blanket over my head. <laughs> <laughs> While he kicked the shit out of me. <laughs> and, and, and then Chris went to sleep. <laughs> and, he, and he emerged and we'll have four more weeks of winter. I, I think, I think <laughs> say, were, you, were you having a laugh at my expense, Rich? Yeah, he's nodding. Yeah, you dick. (laughs) (laughs) Another question from the audience. Um, Of all the podcasts that you've done, what has ended up on the cutting room floor that you can't recreate, but, yeah, sorry, you can't actually, like... Show, but you can recreate sort of now that entire podcast yeah, you didn't record. Yeah. Can we? Re- yeah, yeah, yeah podcast number two, wasn't it? <laughs> There's was yeah. two or three that you didn't hit record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was like, shit anyway. No, it yeah, was a right. good one. It was our first good one. I think I, I remember there was a back in the very early days. There was there was there was a, a story that Martin told. Yeah, about. <laughs> and somebody and somebody. To else. be fair, we still can't say it now. We still can't say it, and <laughs> yeah, that, that was. I think that is the only time really we've thought that's too far we've gone too far yeah. Yeah. we've cut back at some of the swearing quite we, a lot yeah, like, although as much as we do, it's been a bit sweary did. but we used to 
Oh, we used to drop quite a lot of C's sometimes. Because <laughs> oh, my mum, start, when I got a job here, she started listening to the podcast. And Oof. the first episode, or yeah. f- five episodes in, I think there was a couple of C's and it was bleeped. But there were loads of F words in it. And my mum said to me, why, why were some of the F words bleeped? And I went, I, it wasn't the F word, it was, it was the worst one. She was like, what? what? And I went, well, no. the, the C word. She was like... No. Don't know. <laughs> she, she, she didn't know the C word. Oh, mum sounds I know, amazing. I feel like I kind of, she got to, she's got to 60, and I, you know what, she probably could have got to the end without knowing that word, yeah. and then I'm there spelling it out to her, and she's going, <laughs> nope. What does no, that mean? No, what's that mean? Like trying to pronounce it. <laughs> oh my God. So, I think, yeah. I think we should all apologise to Daniel's mum right now. Yeah, she's she's like probably going to listen to this. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. We should have got her on. Yeah, that would have been brilliant. She'd be too. That was one podcast we never actually did. We never got around to doing. But I always wanted to do a podcast where it was just our mums instead of us (laughs) reading all the news and doing everything, and maybe even reviewing some of the games. I always thought it'd be better. It would be a lot better. (laughs) Can I just say that you've written down our names on there? Is that because you forget who we are? (laughs) And the order. Yeah, I do. I have to do that. Otherwise, I will forget. Amazing. We did pioneer swearing on IGN podcast though. Before the UK podcast, there was no swearing on IGN podcast. I don't think this allowed meant to be, but there is now. Oh, they lifted the ban. Did they? Yeah, true fact. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Swearing on other podcasts. Is that a good thing that we've done? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bless your hearts. And another question. With uh, next gen just around the corner, what's one game or franchise you'd like to see resurrected on the next consoles? Literally around the corner. Yep. My uh, personal one is Cannon Fodder. I want that back. Really? Be- on next it. gen? Could, could work on, is that <laughs> really the best use of next gen? Yeah, work on Connect. Send him there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not happy with Come on, what's, what's really your no to respond to. You're a dungeon master. Ooh. That'd be good. I that think you should tell the story if people don't know it. Oh, no, it's so tedious. It even bores me. So okay, maybe not then. That's how I got my job. So, it was playing Dungeon Master. So. Was it? Yeah. I'm, I must have missed That's those five story. podcasts you said it on. Well, look, we're, uh, actually, not for the listeners at home, but we are doing a little kind of group session. If you want to know how to get in the games industry, we're going to mm-hmm. try and pass some advice later. Don't listen to me because you won't get the job the way I got it. So <laughs> just play games. Actually, so. to be fair, I also got a job at IGN. Because I was the only cameraman that you found. <laughs> we didn't know anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> I was the only cameraman they knew that hadn't actually set fire to something when they were lighting yeah. it. That's true. And, uh, as, and as, since we, uh, as we've learned since, actually quite hard to find those people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had a cameraman who nearly set fire to Guillermo del Toro, <laughs> the director of Pacific Rim. Yeah. Which is not, it's, it's a no-no in our industry. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a, a trial r- job. He couldn't do the restroom and, <laughs> and he set fire to the studios. Yeah. First of all, don't set fire to the talent. So, so, uh, so you, the question. you got it by default rather than pretty through much. skill. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so what game would you remake? Oh, GTA, of course. GTA. It's not going to waste. Just come out. It's all that's in my head right now. I don't now. think Alex understood the question. GTA. That's all I want is GTA. Wow. Um, I reckon you're probably going to say Dizzy. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. No. It came back and it was crap. When it came out for the iPhone. No, no, but if it could be come back and... Do we really want a game about a Presumably egg? the question is not, what game would you like to bring back and be crap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like in theory, it would be a good game. Lemmings. Lemmings. There you go. I wrote down lemmings. What, what do you want from me? You did, <laughs> but why on next gen? They'll be too busy doing the GTA. Yeah. This huge open yeah, world lemmings game. <laughs> it's like, wow, great. you'd feel. <laughs> like like millions of them Millions of lemmings just like going, ah, oh, too many of them. Lemmings genocide. 
Oh, that's, that's, the title. that's a good title. That's the title. Yeah. There you Great. go. Croops, you've got one? Lemmings. I was him. Lemmings. <laughs> Stu, did you pick one? Speedball 2. Speedball 2. Electric Boogaloo. Classic. What? Absolute classic. It's a bunch of jokers, you really are. <laughs> oh, uh, to be fair, to be fair, I'd like a sports game that I could pick up and play. Yeah, I can't exactly. pick up and play any sports I game can't, right now. I can't. I would like to. Do, could Could somebody show me how to play FIFA? Yes. Because I've got it's no really not, fucking idea. It's got dad controls, which is like one button, and Has that's it. it. Yeah. yeah. Croops is playing it bloody every day, so he can when he should be working. See, I, I, I could play Bayonetta, no problem at all. But but FIFA confuses me. Let me use soccer on the CPC 464. I'll sort you out with that. Sensible oh, soccer. Right. Too fast. Too fast. Anyway. <laughs> I, that's a good point, actually. And I'd like to F you the audience now. Are there, are there any genres of games that people here are just completely turned off by and have never really played? Anyone in the back row? Yeah. Well, quiet. that's a massive no. That's, that's, that's a sat in the back row, Chris. Oh, there's one? Oh, Johnny. Yeah. Um, JRPGs. Ooh. Primarily because I don't think I have the patience for them. And I'm, yeah. I remember once I bought Final Fantasy 3 on the DS, was it? I know it's not the greatest example in the world, but I just, about two hours in, I just thought I'm just going to sell it immediately because I couldn't be bothered to grind. It's just it's one of those games. full of nonsense. <laughs> Don't bother. You should see Luke's face now. He's so upset. <laughs> you dare diss Final Fantasy and grinding. He's not a happy man. <laughs> it's the Venn diagram. <laughs> <laughs> the sweet spot. <laughs> Good. All right. Uh, anything else? Anything else anybody would like to know before we wrap this whole shambles up for nice. the night? That's it. Oh, All no. right. Question at the back. Uh, have there been any celebrity guests that you've just absolutely hated? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of them. That... I will not, not rephrase the question. There have been challenging interviews that I've had in the past. Um, Nicole Kidman wasn't the easiest lady to talk to. <laughs> no, express, smiling and expressions when the camera was on, but when the camera was off, like dirty looks. And it was, what did you do? That was bizarre. I just went in and said hello. I mean, it does happen a lot to me. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Standard reaction. Yeah, Kevin Spacey wasn't the friendliest either. I interviewed him a few times, and he was, he's, he's good when he's talking to a group, like a round-table interview or, or a Q&A, but when it's one-on-one, he's kind of... He closes up massively, and he's kind of... I don't know, I felt he was a bit patronising, maybe. Um, my very first junket was um, for Warrior, and it was Tom Hardy, when he was shooting Dark Knight Rises, and he was, he was as you can imagine, he was bald, he was absolutely huge. He was like a big boulder, and it was my first interview, and you, I think you give me the tip to say just say something to like break the ice while they're setting up the cameras so I just went oh I've never done one of these before and it's my first one and he's just like camera rolling don't fuck it up <laughs> <laughs> and then asked the first asked the first question he went that was a shit question and I was like wow and then at the end and then he was absolutely fine and lovely for the rest of the interview at the end he like gave me a hug and stuff and he like Aww. said did well Actually, didn't, but you know, we got we got a couple of Tom Hardy stories actually because Orlando, who used to work here, he went on the set of the movie Bronson. And has anyone here seen the film Bronson? Yeah. yeah. So Tom Hardy plays an absolute nutter, and it's based on a true guy. But properly, you'd be terrified if you met that man. And Tom Hardy's quite frightening, anyway, isn't he? He can be really intense. Like a lot of um, people before going in were like, "Oh, like what moods he in?" And 
Yeah, and so, so Hardy decided when Orlando visited him on set to stay in character for the interview. And bearing in mind, he's playing like Britain's hardest man who's, who's in prison for life, for atrocities. And yeah, it's just, that was a tough interview. Like, trying to get through that footage was, was challenging, to say the least. I'm starting to think it's just Orlando. <laughs> the, the, the Star Trek interview. Yes. Was yeah, actually, yeah, this was probably the best one. Thank God it wasn't me. Uh, Orlando went to interview uh, the stars of Star Trek. It was... Um, John Cho and Carl Urban. And Urban plays Bones in the movie. And, yeah, a little cheer, little cheer from the audience there. <laughs> Bones! Yeah, Kiwi, he's and, uh, he, he, Orlando came in and got introduced. They said, this is Orlando from IGN. And Carl Urban goes, are you Orlando Parfit? And I was like, yeah, he goes, I read your review today. And I was like, ah, uh, yeah, and? He goes, yeah, you said I was disappointing. And just silence in the room. And John chose next to him, next to Carl, just going, oh, no. <laughs> and Orlando could be nervous at the best of times, and he's stuttering, saying, yeah, well, um, yeah, you know, that your character wasn't in the film very much. He goes, no, go on, go on, like, intense. And he's, like, laughing as if he's joking, but you can see in his eyes he wants to kill Orlando. <laughs> and it's just this really awkward 30 seconds where Orlando is stuttering and trying to explain himself, and they say, oh, we're rolling, and then they have to pretend to have this really friendly interview. <laughs> Yeah, look at that one on the site because it's quite because you know when you know what's gone before, it's really funny. We, we made <laughs> we up with Carl Urban though, didn't we? When he came into the office, yeah. You know, were you not here? Yeah, no, I was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he came in and he sat at my desk and it was very exciting. And he was just literally demanded beer. That's all he wanted. Yeah, can I have a beer? And we had to go find like beers for him. But he was he was actually really nice. There. They're the best ones, the ones that demand beer. Seth Rogen did that as well. Yeah, it was yeah. like eleven o'clock in the morning. Just got a fly. It's like, would you like a cup of tea or anything? Yeah, I'll have a cup of tea. Um, Seth Rogen, like the director said that, Seth Rogen was like, have you got a beer? I'm like, yeah. I think we had a beer as well. We did. Yeah. Well, Cheeky. You, you've got it. <laughs> Any excuse. <laughs> um, the worst interview I ever did uh, wasn't his, uh, his fault per se. He was quite old. It was Donald Sutherland. And it was mm. for The Mechanic. I've probably told the story before. Mm. And I got there and... He kind of, we, we, they sat me down and he was just like talking. Someone was like doing his makeup or something and he was like, um, can I, can I, can I get, I need to brush my teeth. And he was like trying to tell me he needed to brush his teeth. And he said, and they were like, oh yeah, we'll get you something. Get me mouthwash and bring me a bucket as well. I'll just do it here. I'll do it here. And I was just like, please don't do this for me. He literally <laughs> demanded a spit bucket, but they, they stopped the camera. Don't look now. And then I asked about one question and he just went on and on and on. The interview just wrapped up and I was like, so that was it. <laughs> Did you do that in front of me? Yeah, brilliant. There's <laughs> actually there's a supercut I think that we made, and it's just him going. Ah, oh, that's right. His noises. Yeah, oh, I remember. That. I remember. That. It was the worst. Is, it, is it as good as a supercut of Seth Rogen laughing? That is a good video. If you've not seen that, yeah. I watch that at least once a month to cheer me up. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you had a bit of trouble with some older interviewees, didn't you? Wasn't it James Bond? Oh, when. <laughs> now, the, I think that was the worst day of being at IGN. Even it's quite a cool thing to do, but it was like a Bond day. It came out the Blu-ray box set, 50th anniversary Blu-ray box set. Do you, would you like to go on a Bond experience day? Yeah, of course. Yeah, where is it? Oh, it's in Slough. <laughs> All right, not not that glamorous, but it's a big house that they shot the golf scene in Goldfinger. Yeah, and I went there for the day, and they had the very first Bond girl from Doctor No, not Ursula Andress, um, like it. The brunette, I can't remember what her name is. And so I sat down and it was an on-camera interview and it was around a kind of fake poker table. And she must be like 90 now. And I went in. Still sat, hot? 
Did you teach the C word? So <laughs> yeah. you do it's like all old women. Do you know what the word? <laughs> and sat down, and we went, before I went in, just about to go in, sit down, and ask questions. PR said, "Just so you know, she's deaf." <laughs> all right, this prevents somewhat of a hurdle. So I sat down, and she said, "Oh, because there's a lots of lights in here, darling. I can't hear very well. She's stone deaf." Asking the questions, she's like. <laughs> So Sean Connery and this goes into spiel and then she went and then the, they're all out on Blu-ray this week <laughs> and then later that day I interviewed um, Richard Keel who plays Jaws who suffers from giganticism and so he, he, he's not very mobile anymore so he has a mobility scooter and I went in and sat in this like ballroom in this big country house very long room and he came in from a door right at the bottom as I was sat down with lights and cameras on me and he was like I could see the doors open right at the bottom and this mobility scooter starts coming towards me <laughs> this is a terrifying Bond villain did he have the teeth in? <laughs> he got there meanwhile, meanwhile Britt Eklund sat there kicking off about the lighting not making it look like young again but it's hard you're 70 yeah. and then he, he drives up he gets out the head of PR for like Fox International went you know I need to take this mobility scooter out of frame because it looks terrible on the camera she went instead of like like pushing it she got in to drive it put her foot down went off hit into the wall and then had her foot down still on accelerate and it started to suck in the carpet and I'm just like <laughs> Can't do this anymore. <laughs> Sounds amazing. And time. Yeah. That that was a really good question, but I'm somewhat worried that we're now blacklisted from a few film studios, <laughs> having told all these stories that we're not supposed to. It's probably yeah. no bad thing. Right, I think we have completely run out of time. Uh, thank you very much for joining us this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and don't forget, for all our listeners as well, if you'd like to ask us anything or make any comments about the podcast, I think it is IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Correct. Brilliant. Thank well you very done, much. Man. <laughs> I have my moments. Thanks for joining us. Get back out there and play some more Xbox. See you next week, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.